Hi there, it's Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio. How's it going? I have written a short article or a political fable, I guess you could say. There's been quite a lot of excitement on the Free Domain Radio boards recently regarding Ron Paul, the erstwhile reformer and thundering white knight of the libertarian cause, uh, and his bid for uh, res- achieving nomination for the Republican presidency in the United States. So... Uh, there's going to be a big debate. This is May the 27th. <laughs> God dates. 28th. It's Monday, May 28th, 2007. There's going to be a big tona- debate tonight uh, on Skype. Um, but the uh, Ron Paul people and me and anyone else who cares to pitch in on this side. So in preparation for that, I thought I would put forward a fable that I jotted down this morning. This is called My Son, Clan Reformer. Ah, uh, my son, my son. He's 40 years old, and he really needs to change careers. When he was 20, he joined the Ku Klux Klan because he was concerned that the Klan was getting too big, too aggressive. In those days, they were were lynching some poor man every week, which he felt was wrong. He felt that the Klan should limit itself to a lynching every month and that things were just getting way out of hand. I've spent my life arguing that the Klan should be abolished, so I had mixed feelings about his decision. Without a doubt, I would rather the Klan lynch someone once a month rather than once a week, so I was somewhat tempted by his work-from-the-inside approach, but I had some significant doubts that it could work. But Dad, he said those many years ago, I can get the word out that the Klan should only be lynching someone once a month rather than once a week, which will be a step in the right direction, right? Well, I'm not sure, I said uneasily. Won't people be getting the message that lynching is good rather than that lynching is bad? You're legitimizing the principle. But I want to reduce the number of lynchings, Dad, he replied. In an ideal world, sure, there should be no lynchings at all. But I'm going to bring that number down, which is a step in the right direction, right? I mean, it's better if fewer people get lynched, right? I was uneasy because something just sort of seemed wrong with this approach, but I I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. For the past 20 years, my son has been notorious in the clan. He draws a paycheck, goes to meetings, and has even been given control over his very own district of clan loyalists. To his credit, whenever the clan council votes on whether to have a lynching or not, my son usually votes no. Often he's the only one casting a negative vote. Still, Since he joined the Klan with the goal of reducing lynching, lynching has gone up and up and up. Now, the Klan that 20 years ago lynched only a man a week is now lynching a man a day. And my son's district, has he been able to reduce the lynching in the area he has control over? No. In fact, the lynching in his own district has actually gone up over the years. When I ask him about this, his answer is always the same. Sure, Dad, but I don't have that much control over who gets lynched in my district. I oppose it, of course, but there's not a whole lot I can do. So a few months ago, my son came over and told me that he was running for Grand Wizard. If I become Grand Wizard, he said, I will be able to veto most of the lynchings that come up for a vote. Then I'll really have the power to reduce the number of people getting killed or beaten up. But son, I exclaimed in horror, people other than you say only join the clan so they can lynch people. If all they want to do is lynch people, why on earth would they vote you in? 
And if you somehow got in, the moment you stopped them from lynching, they'd just toss you out again. If you stop the Klan from lynching, it's not the Klan anymore. No, he said earnestly, it's still the Klan. It's just a smaller Klan that lynches less. Twenty years ago, I said softly, you said that in a perfect world there would be no lynching at all. Sure, he said, coloring slightly, but, but I can't talk about that. About there being no lynching at all? I mean, that would be mad. I, I'd never get elected Grand Wizard. Right. So you're on a pro-lynching platform. You just want less lynching. Yes, he said, nodding vigorously, immune to irony. So it's wrong to lynch a lot, but it's right to lynch a little. Well, he said, ideally there should be no lynching at all, but that's not what you're telling people. You're telling people that the right thing to do is to lynch less. Sure, because less lynching is better than more lynching. But no lynching is even better, right? Yes, in an ideal world. So why don't you tell people that? That you want to take over the clan in order to abolish it? He laughed. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that's the right idea. Uh, right now, we need the lynching. We need the clan. It's, it's just that it's gotten too big. Round and round we went, from pragmatism to principle, back and forth. Oh my God, it was so exasperating. Now, after a public debate where my son roused a real ruckus by openly stating that the reason that certain minorities hated whites was because of white support for the clan that lynched them, his numbers shot up from somewhere near zero to three percent or so. He came right over, ecstatic. I am really getting the message out, Dad. I grimaced. Well, I hate to tell you this, son, but I think you just shot yourself in the foot. Well, what? His voice hardened instantly. You say that minorities hate the Klan because of the lynchings, right? Right. But the number of lynchings has gone up like five or six times since you joined the Klan. And the numbers of lynchings in your district has also gone up. But I vote against most of the lynchings. But son, you are in the Klan. You support lynchings. How can you say that the Klan is immoral? Because, Dad, as I've said about 10,000 times over the past 20 years, there's too much lynching. So you think that minorities will love you now when you say that they have every right to hate the lynching that you support less of? My God, son, when did it happen that the best possible outcome a good man could hope for was to present himself as the lesser of two evils? Because change has to be gradual, Dad, he cried out. Has your podcasting and scribbling stopped even one lynching? At least I'm out in the real world trying to get something done. And what, after 20 years, have you achieved? You said to me long ago, you said, Dad, I'm in this to reduce the number of lynchings. lynchings. And you've been taking clan money and hanging out with these thugs for decades. And what is the outcome? More lynchings, more clan power. So what have you achieved? He jumped up. Well, yeah, sure, there are more lynchings now. But can you imagine what would have happened if I hadn't joined the clan? Instead of just one lynching a day, there could be two or three. How do you know that? That's just something you tell yourself so you don't feel that you compromised your principles for nothing. There's no evidence of that. I voted against most of the lynchings, and the lynchings happened anyway. And still, you stay with these thugs. Suddenly, he changed tactics. Why do you care so much what I do? 
We're both for less lynching. We're both on the same side of the fence. We shouldn't be fighting each other. But you are fighting me, I said softly. Don't you understand that? There was a long silence. Our mutual anger was spent. What do you mean? Son, you think that lynching should be reformed. I think it should be abolished. It's like slavery. In the 19th century, a lot of people were very uneasy about slavery. Deep down, they knew it was wrong, but they were also afraid of real change. And there were two groups, the reformers and the abolitionists. The reformers promised people that slavery could be made more humane, that the slaves could be treated better, beaten and raped less, and so slavery didn't have to be eliminated. They worked to pass laws against the extreme mistreatment of slaves. They held rallies that raised money. They spent an enormous amount of time and energy trying to reform slavery. And as they worked and worked for decades and decades, more slaves got beaten and raped. Conditions got worse and worse. And, the worst thing in my view, people uncomfortable with slavery were given the comforting illusion that it did not have to be abolished. The abolitionists, on the other hand, knew that slavery could not be reformed, that it was evil through and through, and that it had to be abolished. And their most dangerous opponents were not those who were unabashedly pro-slavery. Their most dangerous opponents were the reformers. He rolled his eyes. So, you're saying that I'm your enemy now? No, no, because we never had this conversation. And for that, I'm sorry. But what you're doing... What you've been doing for 20 years is telling people that the clan can be good if only the right person is in charge. You're giving people false hope because the clan can never be good. And so they shrink back from abolishing the clan because that seems extreme. Because here's this smart, well-spoken person who's been in the clan for 20 years who's saying the clan is good and necessary and needs to be abolished. And all we have to do sorry, who's saying that the clan is good and necessary, and all we have to do is put him in charge of it. So when I come along and say that the clan is immoral and needs to be abolished, you, you know what people say to me? They say, nah, I'm going to support your son. He has great plans to reform the clan, and I agree with a lot of what he says. There is too much lynching. We don't have to abolish the clan. That's too extreme. And that's been going on for the past 20 years, son. You're giving people a false choice that helps them avoid the necessity of change from confronting the evil in their midst. And you legitimize the clan by claiming to be a good man and being a part of it. I'm telling you this from the bottom of my heart, son. If you did not exist, the clan would have to invent you. There was a long pause. All right, Dad, said my son, raising his eyes to mine. I'll drop my run for Grand Wizard on one condition. Anything, I cried out, overjoyed. You drop your support for Ron Paul. <laughs>